Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the best NFT media nominated NFT and Chill podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we have Mango from Charged Articles, and we're going to be talking about a very unique use case for NFTs in Web3. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of Web3 and NFTs together. Who I have with me today is Mango from Charged Articles. How's it going, Mango? It's going pretty well. Thanks for having me on the show today. Excited to be here. You want to give yourself an introduction real quick to the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. As you said, my, my name is Mango, and I'm the creative director at Charged Particles, which is a DeFi and NFT protocol on the Ethereum and Polygon blockchains. What we're going to talk about today is use case for NFTs in the Web3 world. What Charge Particles does is a very unique and interesting use case. I guess get into a little bit of the basics of that. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a, a DeFi and NFT protocol that's helping to expand the functionality of NFTs across the ecosystem. And so basically what we do is we uh, allow you to turn an NFT into a container that can then hold other assets inside of it. So it's a composability tool that lets us expand NFTs beyond just that of a JPEG or GIF, uh, but really into more of this sort of three-dimensional object that can be composed within can think about nesting assets, just about anything that can be stored inside a wallet and now be stored inside the NFT itself. When that NFT is bought or sold, transferred, that all of these assets nested within go along for the ride. It lets you do some really interesting things in the world of composability and bundling assets together. We're seeing people apply this composability within the metaverse, within gaming, in the music industry, financial tooling, governance, all sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely interesting. It definitely opens up NFTs to a lot more. Could you explain how you're going about making an NFT as a container and what exactly that does? I suppose I should start by saying that, you know, I am the creative director. Uh, I can only go so far into the depths of the solidity of it all. Very basically, we assign an NFT its own smart wallet. So this is different than like a wrapper or a vault, but really we're assigning a smart wallet to the NFT. And then the owner of that NFT can operate that wallet on behalf of it. And this can go as many layers down as you'd like. We've seen people playing with an NFT inside an NFT inside an NFT, like these uh, matryoshka dolls. But that's very basically how it functions. And yeah, there's a lot of really amazing things that you can do with this composability in terms of bundling a collection of assets together. You know, we're starting to see people explore with ideas of particular NFT has a bunch of different tokens inside of it. I can use that as a data point. Like, does this NFT have the proper number of governance tokens? Or does this NFT have certain certification or a particular POAP? Or does my avatar have a piece of armor in its armor 
lot. And what are the stats of that? How can I use that data to affect things like access or weighted governance or a dynamic metadata changing? And some of these are the things that, that are really just on the cusp of being developed by a number of different projects that are integrating our technology. It's something that we um, have the capacity to turn on for NFTs across the ecosystem. Initially, this was something that you could only do with NFTs minted at charge particles. But now we have the capacity to retroactively turn this on for NFTs that you minted on your favorite NFT platform or for your metaverse parcel or for your custom manifold contract. You know, our goal is to make NFTs more functional across the ecosystem and not just within our own context. We're starting to see a lot more adoption and integration and experimentation with uh, what this composability can mean. So that's incredibly interesting because you're not only doing it for charged particles, you're making it better for the whole of the Web3 space. And I think we need to see a lot more of that. Stuff like this can be incredibly useful. Just for example, in gaming, if you had a game that you were trying to resell, but you also had a bunch of accessories uh, for that game, whether it be weapons or skins or you know whatever have you, you could bundle that all into one transaction and mm -hmm. sell it as a bundle. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that's beginning to tickle the ears of the various uh, metaverse platforms and protocols out there yeah, is, is bundling these assets together. And there's different ways to sort of imagine or contextualize bundles where you could say like, oh, this is like the seasonal pack of, you know, a full set of skins for my avatar. Uh, but you could also think about it like my PFP or, or my character has these particularly rare items that I've gotten from playing this game or, or having been a member of community for a long time and that that adds to the interest intrinsic value of that NFT. So thinking about bundles as collections, but also as, you know, sort of a component of digital identity. Yeah, I mean, that, that opens up a lot of doors in the space for ownership and, and transfer of ownership. Could you give some examples of you've seen this use case used for? In the early days, we've seen bundles of assets for, say, communities that are trying to do some interesting cross-pollination or co-marketing activities, things like conferences that are, say, trying to put together uh, goodie bags or, or packages of all of their sponsors' content in the framework of ticketing and being able to say, not only did I go to this conference, but you can see stored inside my NFT, I went to all of these different booths, and I collected a token at each of them, and or I went to all of these different panels. So collecting things in this way bundled asset within the metaverse and gaming space you know i think people are starting to think a little bit further down the road about what does it look like to onboard the next hundred thousand or million or 10 million users and i think the answer for a lot of these spaces that are approaching gaming specifically is that there needs to be more content there needs to be more things for people to experience in these metaverse platforms so that when people do arrive to the metaverse that there's there's enough there going on to keep them there and i think that's how a lot of web 2 brands intend to enter the space as well as is creating these kinds of experiences in the metaverse and in gaming. And so we're thinking now about the NFT of a land parcel. It's not just a piece of land uh, that you have build rights on anymore. Well, now it's like this object that can store the components of that experience layer inside of it so that when we start to see a lot more activation of this content and these experiences being built, not only by the protocols, but by new users coming in to build experiences, all of that 
content can be really stored directly in the the land layer of that NFT. And, you know, just thinking about composability in this way where like, okay, every object I see in this space is actually, you know, stored inside of this parcel itself, you know, thinking about like fully furnished metaverse parcels and selling, you know, experiences and, and this kind of stuff, almost like bundling app into NFTs is something that we could imagine. I think, you know, onboarding and gaming is, is a big sector that we're, we're seeing a lot of interest in for this kind of a tool. And then again, with, within onboarding as well, you know, we're starting to see things like, well, let's try to make the onboarding experience easier, less intimidating for, for people trying to enter Web3. And part of the way that we're kind of solving that problem is with bundling everything you would need to get started in Web3 as like a Web3 starter pack. So, you know, throughout this flow, you sign up for your first wallet and you get uh, this collection of assets that's got everything you need, a bit of this token, a bit of that token, your first two NFTs, a domain name, a metaverse parcel. And, you know, all of this stuff is highly customizable for different onboarding flows, different consumer bases and different partners. Yeah, I love that. I think every project, company, or brand needs to do something in terms of onboarding and educating new users in the space. So I definitely like that. Oh, and you spoke about app NFTs, which is something that we spoke about on this podcast in episode 31. So if you want to go back and listen to that. I actually had a question. What would be the difference with what you're doing with NFTs as containers and let's say what OpenSea does where you can bundle NFTs together? Sure. I guess we're thinking about it at the level of like when these assets are bundled, they're very literally stored on chain in a wallet that's owned by that NFT. So it's completely trustless and on chain, whereas an aggregate amount of server data that says sell these things together is, I think, a slightly more you know centralized approach and reliant on someone who owns that server, whereas this is completely on chain. I mean, and that's, I guess, slightly oversimplifying things. No, I think that makes sense use cases in Web3. Does charge particles have anything coming down the line that you could speak on or just speak on, I guess, the future of use cases and what you know you think might happen in the future? Sure. So we see ourselves as a protocol. So while we have a number of products that have been built by our core team, you know, to demonstrate what uh, is possible with an, a composability like this. You know, what we're really excited to see is for other dev teams to to start inventing new products and contexts and integrations of their own um, using this tool because it's really there. Are, it's it's so numerous uh, the the things you can do with this that we don't have time ourselves to build out all the stuff we'd like to see. We've actually just had our first um, external hybrid internal external. Hackathon. Uh, so we had a number of different teams using the protocol to build uh, some novel products. And so we'd like to keep doing stuff like this and, and partnering with other big hackathons to, to use this tool to you know, create some of the things we've been envisioning for a while. Another component of this is that uh, you can also be integrating DeFi in this really interesting way in that you can be, say, housing interest-bearing tokens within an NFT through our integration with Aave and our capacity to integrate other sort of yield providing platforms like that so that you can really be weaving together the layers of DeFi and NFTs for use cases such as like vesting for team allocations or index fund building. There's a really interesting project built at our hackathon called Testudo that used our protocol to make a 
like an index, like semi-automated index bundling tool for people that say want to be exposed to a number of different tokens, but don't have like a great way to, you know, assess the risk of such an index. And so, you know, using charge particles to bundle together a number of different tokens and say, well, I'd, I'd like my risk to be, you know, somewhere up here or down here on sliding scale, you know, what percent of risk do you want to take and having it auto adjust uh, the percentage of the tokens split in that index that are then automatically bundled and, and transferred, you know, in this process. So, you know, building interesting, you know, automated index use cases like so that, that was really exciting, you know, something that we hadn't built ourselves and is maybe something we might not have come up with on our own. You know, one of the major next steps is widespread integration of not just the functionality by turning this on for NFTs, but really uh, the integration of the protocol into new context. And uh, back in August, we were you know, happy to announce that our SDK went live. So developers can use this tool, you know, open source, you know, it's a software development kit is available so that people can be running with some of these novel onboarding metaverse gaming and financial use cases. Yeah, we're really excited to support a lot of those projects going forward. Yeah, that's incredibly exciting. I love hearing about new use cases and what projects and companies are working on in this space. That's why, you know, I enjoy going to these conferences and events like DecentralCon at the end of the month during Art Basel. But yeah, Mango, I, I want to thank you so much for coming on NFP and Chill. You want to tell the listeners where they can find you and Charge Particles. Sure. Yeah. Our uh, our Twitter handle is at uh, DeFiNFT, which we're always pretty happy to share. We were just a bit ahead of the curve, you know, building this tool before folks were thinking about the intersection of those two use cases. Yeah, you can find us at DeFiNFT or online at charged.fi. I'm everywhere on social media at Mango Dogwood. So yeah, thank you for coming on NFT and chill. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for, for having me. I want to thank my guest, Mango from Charge Particles, for coming on the show and letting us in on what they're working on, NFTs as container. And I'm excited to see what happens. I also want to thank my sponsor, Zengo, for making this episode possible. And of course, all the listeners from all over the world who are listening and subscribe, leaving reviews and supporting the show. None of this is possible without you. And I'm hoping to see you at DecentralCon in Miami during Art Basel. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode because we got another incredible guest coming next week. I'm the mayor, and you've been listening to the NFT and Chill Podcast.